Hey everyone, it's the Flophouse. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington, just chomping Stuart, on some watermelon. Stuart was he, he was delayed him. And I'm Elliot Kalen, not choosing to shove some food in my mouth at the moment. <laughs> I'm supposed to say my name. <laughs> did I once? Uh, did I? Is... Did I once? Did I once? Uh, uh, stand there eating a bag of Doritos as Barack Obama got closer and closer to me, shaking hands down a line of people, mm-hmm. only yep. to realize that the last possible minute that I would have Dorito dust all over my hands. Yes, but I don't put food in my mouth before I say my name on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, everybody, this is my fucking employee review, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope it's a fucking um, shit sandwich. Yeah. So, you, the fir- so first, Stuart, you're in great shape. That's oh. fantastic. Thank you. Criticism. You're shoving a lot of food in your mouth right before talking. And I'm so hungry. The f- and the final compliment, <laughs> the final compliment is loving your your array of shirts. Stuart is uh, here's a here's a little uh, peek behind Flophouse curtain for for okay. listeners. Uh, you may be wondering, you know, how does Stuart get so fit? Every time I see Stuart, he is either shoveling fruit. Or nuts into his mouth <laughs> at, at all times. Is what it, like I don't think he eats other foods. Well, but like many, like I a squirrel, like, he has like many healthy up. people. He only eats yeah. healthy, healthy, non-filling food. So he needs a but lot he eats of it them all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. constantly. Yeah. yeah, my my little teeth get a serious workout. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Teeth. Oh God! I, I was like, my little teeth get a serious workout. I don't know what you're doing Dude, with those. What the fruits fuck is nuts. wrong with you? I misheard Dan. you. There's nothing wrong Dan. with me. My ears are bad. I guess my ears are wrong. Don't think about the classic kids' toy line, my little teats. That's a different so thing. So what do yeah. we do on this so, hey, podcast? Okay, on on primarily this is a podcast where we watch a, a movie, one that has been a critical or commercial flop, and then we talk about it. But on the off weeks. Every other week, we kind of go freestyle. We do whatever we want. And uh, this is one of those Flophouse Minis, uh, sponsored by Minis Bar, apparently. And <laughs> like, uh, no, so now actually, you're doing it, too. It's spreading. Actually, this is this is different. This is a Flophouse Manny sponsored by Maniac of New York. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that, Stuart. Nice. Maniac or Maniac, as it's also pronounced of New York, on comic book store <laughs> shelves now. Volume 1, The Death Train on Trade Paperback, and Volume 2, The Bronx is Burning. Issues only at the moment. We'll, we'll be collected someday. <laughs> so uh, often with these uh, minis, we sort of Manny's. trade around who's taking the wheel. Uh, who's designing the mini for that uh, off week. And uh, it, it came mm-hmm. up to be mine yet again. And uh, listeners, <laughs> long-time listeners <laughs> may yet know. Yet again, as if, as if you've been doing it more than anyone else. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Uh, when, much much uh, actually, like the, the Wheel of Karma, this wheel of fate that is having to host Flophouse Minis, it, if, it rotates constantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. If anything, I haven't done it in, in too long because we had uh, a lot of, you know, like uh, interesting other stuff that was not necessarily any of us in the driver's seat. We just got some good guests, what, what, what not, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can listen to them; they're on our feed anyway. Yeah, check it out. Uh, but now, now that <laughs> I'm in charge, uh, uh, devious, you're the captain now. Devious game master Dan has returned. <laughs> oh oh no! Oh no! I have another game. Oh shit! Okay. McCoy saw it's it's gonna play out in uh, two rounds of eight questions each. Um, don't worry, they they're. They, they, I I saw Elliot's look of alarm. It probably shouldn't take that long. Although you know, 
take take all the fun diversions you want to because that's why people listen to this show. I mean, that's it's the thing. I'm factoring in the diversions. This is going to be a long yeah, end, yeah, yeah. folks. At, le- at least it's um, not 12 rounds. Check out our 12 rounds episode from years ago. We probably said <laughs> offensive things in it because we were young then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and dumb. Um, that's the only reason. <laughs> we were young and dumb and full of something. I don't yeah. remember mm-hmm. what, though. We were young, dumb, and full of gum that we'd swallow. You're not supposed to do that. It just stays in your stomach forever. <laughs> yeah, it stays forever. in your system forever. It yeah, grows uh, into a gum so, tree. <laughs> yeah, so this is a game I devised. Like I said, it has <laughs> two rounds of eight questions. I'll alternate who gets to answer first. And is the uh, is the it, ga- is the is the thing that we're supposed to take turns guessing what the game is? No, no, I will tell you that. I'm just oh, saying okay. I'm doing this in an unusual order where I tell the rules first and then I uh, <laughs> tell you what the game is. <laughs> so uh, I'll give you alternating chances at it, and then the other person will have a chance to steal if they get it wrong. Uh, and it'll get a lot easier at that point, uh, as you'll see. But the game is... So they're, they're very prolific artists out there in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them working in a film and television. Uh, for instance, uh, I mean, one. Dan, if I could if I could bring up a a real life story today, uh, my yeah, my older yeah. son is doing a book report on Leonardo da Vinci, and he wanted to find a uh, an image of the Last Supper, and so I looked up da Vinci paintings, and uh, in the ad space that came up above the search results were a posters of da Vinci paintings, and then a poster of Scarlett Johansson, and I was like, wow, Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci is more prolific than I thought. I didn't realize he yeah. painted any pictures of actresses from five hundred years <laughs> after he was alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, some people just have the energy to do that kind of thing. Here's well, one of them. What? It was a it was a game of Pictionary and his uh his partner was Nostradamus and Nostradamus <laughs> was feeding him clues. There you go. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh so here's here's Thomas <laughs> goes I'm the star of Ghost in the okay. Shell <laughs> and Da Vinci is like the cartoon or the live action version. <laughs> Here is uh, one very prolific artist. Uh, No stranger to Flophouse Shores. His name is Mr. Eric Roberts, Mm. who has 664 acting credits on IMDb. Two away from Ultimate Evil. Now, you you might think that's amazing. It's impossible to go bigger. No, 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 my friend. Here's someone who has a lot of acting credits um, spread over the movies and television. Uh, Mr. Frank Welker. Uh-huh. The the voice actor predominantly, although he, you know, sometimes he'll, he'll be himself on camera in a live action role. But he has 872 acting credits on IMDb. A lot of animal sounds Frank Welker does. Yeah. Uh, now, when you say as himself in an acting role, you don't mean playing Frank Welker in movies. Like, <laughs> like no, the no, characters no, no, no. are I like, mean, we better stop off at Frank Welker's house for some advice. I mean, you see Frank Welker's face <laughs> even though he's playing a different character. You know, a live I see, action I see. Is how yeah. one traditionally would say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now... <laughs> I know that this is a, a movie podcast primarily, but always for a third thing, you want to throw in a curveball. <laughs> yep, James you know Patterson. It. James Patterson, novelist, or shall I say, man who puts his name on a lot of books, <laughs> whether or not <laughs> yeah, he no, actually wrote them. James Patterson has, quote unquote, written more than 200 novels 
Or okay. I, I guess I, I could believe that. I mean, like Isaac Asimov wrote about two times as many books, but a lot of those were nonfiction, also. Yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah. Some of these, some of these are uh, like uh, I, 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 I think like how you the, just negged Isaac Asimov right there. Mm-hmm. I the mean, they websites, weren't they weren't all novels, Isaac, and some of them were short story collections. No, no, Grand no. Grand no, Master of Science Fiction. <laughs> Well, I'm correcting myself because I think that the website that uh, gave me this figure may not have understood the difference between a novel and a nonfiction book because uh, some of the titles that were listed were nonfiction books. So, uh, oh, I see. Okay. Now, but Patterson James, has you should also his, mention James, James Patterson's a very prolific commercial starer if you're talking about actors mainly. Love it. He, he puts himself in his commercials and he is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they basically, it's like he says like one word, looks at the camera, and then eventually he's like, I, I want to read this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was one for his book, Jack and Jill. He did one of those Jack and Jill. Jack <laughs> and Jill, my new novel. And it was like, what? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's using the head-on uh, commercial style, where if you just say the <laughs> thing, it'll get, get lodged in your brain. Um, so, of course, this game is, is this an Eric Roberts movie? Is it a Frank Welker project? You know, either movie or television <laughs> show. Okay. Very elevated if it's a project. <laughs> or is it a James Patterson book? Okay. okay. Eric Roberts movie, Frank Welker project, or James Patterson book, and uh, like I said, we'll we're gonna you know alternate who gets first crack at these. Do you have a name but if for someone this gets game? It wrong, <laughs> they'll steal. I think. Rob, I think. It, I think Roberts movie, Welker project, or Patterson book is a bit long as a name. So let's come up with a new one. Uh, the, the prolific pals. <laughs> Prolific Pals, Pals, the game. The game. Cool, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So that's also the that's also the Disney Plus animated show featuring Eric (laughs) Roberts, Frank Welker, and James Patterson solving (laughs) problems around the neighborhood. (laughs) So this it's first it's a very similar personality team up from the what the one where it was uh, Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, what was that? The super athletes or whatever? All stars. Super, uh, super yeah. All Stars, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know that. You know that. So Eric Roberts, he's kind of the he's the Donatello. He's all about machines. He's very sciency. Uh, Frank uh-huh. Welker is, of course, the leader, very noble and disciplined. And James Patterson is the is the, the kind of dumb brute. He's he's the strength of the team. Yeah, and yeah. you know he's not so bright, but he's got a lot of heart. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's the pro- yeah. prolific pals. <laughs> So, I'm glad you okay. compared it to a team of four members. By the way. Okay. <laughs> well, get me a party, dude, and we can we can add it to the group. <laughs> I know I said that the digressions are the fun, but we're 12 minutes in and we haven't started. The I game, should mention so. James Patterson is not cool but rude. Yeah. Okay. He is cool <laughs> and polite. Don't want to get slandered. Ooh. Yeah, that's why they call him James Politerson. Anyway, Dan, so prolific pals, are we going to play this game or what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this first one, Stu gets first crack at it. Hell yeah. I have, I've stolen the initiative. <laughs> yeah. You just got to answer Roberts, Welker, Patterson. Okay. Uh, the title is Deadly Nightshade. Roberts. That is a point for Stuart, Deadly Nightshade. <sighs> mm. Eric Roberts mm. played Father Walsh mm. in that. Okay. Father Not Walsh. even a priest. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I've never seen Deadly Nightshade. Uh, oh, by the way, certainly don't eat you it. You know, both of the, uh, both Roberts and Welker certainly 
And well, Ann Patterson actually have have <laughs> whatever this fact pro- is, you're making it up as you go along. I can tell. No, 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 no. All all three of these people have future projects listed on the pages that I consulted. Okay. I will tell you, I did not use any future projects. Oh, thank goodness. Like, that would not be playing fair. Yeah. Extant uh projects. So all right. Elliot. Oh boy. Your your title is Fire Breather. Fire Breather. I'm going to say Frank Welker. You got it, buddy. Fire Breather. Frank Welker plays dragon number one. (laughs) I figured it was probably a dragon movie. Frank Welker, as we've established, plays animals. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) So not even a dragon with a name. (laughs) So you know it was probably probably Roars. How much of a dragon movie is this if the (laughs) dragon doesn't have a name? Well, we know there's at least more than one dragon in it, I hope. Yeah, so you would think that unless there's like, I mean, if there's character dragons, would they just name another? That would be like oh, that's what I'm. Yeah, I think that I think that they feel do. like human number one. Yeah, I think, I <laughs> human think number one. The, the the numbering system does not necessarily imply that there aren't more important dragons in this movie. <laughs> hey, if Frank Welcher's playing it, then there are no more important. <laughs> that's dragons. the thing. That's true. Okay, so well, the hero uh, dragons played by Chris Pratt, of course, <laughs> doing his best Italian accent. Yeah, and who who play who does the voice of the woman dragon that actually solves all the problems, but is not technically the hero because Chris Pratt is technically the hero. Isabella Rossellini. Oh, I, I want to yeah, see yeah. this movie now. <laughs> Isabella Waitressini. Um, that's not, a not sure. long ago reference. Uh, <laughs> so, she's not in waitress. I don't know. Anyway, we'll continue. Stewart. Yeah, Stewart. Yep. You, you got your uh you got the crack at this next one. Right high. Yep. I sold I've sold a march on Elliot. Okay. The the next title well, the, the game is tied right now, but game yeah, is okay. tied. The next title is Private Paris. Private Paris. Oh private pa- wait, say it again. Private Paris. Like I'm, gonna the, say, I'm gonna say Eric Roberts. No, that's not correct. Elliot, you have a chance to steal. It gets easier now because there's only two. Options. What is what is the second word in the title? Paris, the capital of France. Oh, I thought you were saying Parent. Paris, and I was like, or parents, and I went or parrots, and I couldn't, I couldn't quite tell. Can we get a uh, can we get a less mushmouthed host in for uh, for <laughs> no, pals? No, we can't. <laughs> I am oh, wow. the only. I mean, we could get Audrey in here, but uh, I mean, we could. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we could ret- we could retool the series. No, you know we're... what? Probably in the middle of the pilot episode, we shouldn't start in retooling. Seven. Immediately. <laughs> you know, maybe at least let's finish the the in house demo. Yeah. Uh, so it's Private Paris. I'm gonna say that it's a James Patterson book. Elliot, you're correct. It is part of the Private Book series, which is apparently a book series that James Patterson has. That better be a book series about sex clubs in different world cities. <laughs> Yeah. P is for uh, private <laughs> book series. That's Sue Grafton, Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> the cat who ate the private book series. No, that's somebody else who I don't remember who it is. Uh, oh, man, I need an Anne McCaffrey name. Uh, the Dragon Riders of Private... Of, of, a pern. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, that. What, are, that what, is it, what is a Mary Higgins Clark title? I can't think of any. Oh, no. That was a steal for Elliot. So, Elliot, it's still it's your turn again. Okay. Wow, yeah. um, Does that make sense to me? I wouldn't argue against it. <laughs> so, Elliot, this title is Season of the Machete. <laughs> okay, Season of the Machete. 
Yeah. I'm going to say Eric Roberts for that one. No, that's incorrect. So, mm. Stuart, what do you got? I'm going to say uh, Patterson, baby. Yeah, that's true. It is a Patterson novel. <laughs> it's an early one it's from 1977. Okay, if uh-huh. I had known it was early, because it sounds stupid. Yeah, that's classic Patterson. You know, <laughs> well, that was before seminal he dis- work. That's before he discovered nursery rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> Which was really a rich vein for him when it came to which titles. Is, which is weird is because people normally discover nursery rhymes when they're a baby in a nursery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but he's a Benjamin Button, so he's living backwards. Oh, so when yeah. he was a baby, he was actually an old man, and he was listening to, I don't know, fucking car talk or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you guessed it. And World, reading World a lot World of World War II, the radio as a child. Reading a lot of World War II books and Uncle John's bathroom readers, things like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, two out of three of those things were things I enjoyed as a kid. So. <laughs> I have um, such a strong memory of the day my dad gave up on collecting all the Uncle John's bathroom readers. Yeah. That day he was just like, there's too many of them. I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's defeated. It's like, it's, it's like me with EC Comics reprints. Um, you, you gave a good run at it, Dan, though. You, you got I a did, lot of those I collections. I tried for a yeah. while. Um, okay, uh, wait, who got the first crack? Uh, Elliot last time, so this yes, one's Stuart. Stuart sold, this is me, stole yep. Stuart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your title is Megaboa. Megaboa. Mm, I'm going to say Eric Roberts. That is Eric Roberts. You got that one yeah. correct. I feel like he Frank played. Welker would have seen that title and said, not for me. <laughs> Dr. Malone was like, Eric Roberts' character. <laughs> but, Dr. Malone? Is he like some kind of gangster doctor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, they offered Frank Walker the role of Boa number one, and he had to turn it down. He said, I'll take, I'm taking star Boa billing or nothing. If I'm not the mega Boa. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot? They said, sorry, uh, we have Ian Ziering playing the mega Boa. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ian Zaring, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's, we have Ian Rand playing the mega bow. <laughs> oh, wow. An odd choice, not known for her uh, vocal work, but her political well, views, Dan agrees with. All mega boas should go to a valley somewhere <laughs> yeah. and yeah. leaving regular boas. <laughs> it's to... hard for them to shrug because they don't have shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Elliot, you're up, uh, your title is Codename Kids Next Door. Operation Zero, and if you Fuck. want to know, it's it is Z period E period R period O period. Codename Kids Next Door Operation Z E R O. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, well, what I other mean, way to spell zero was there? I'm not. Oh, you just not. The <laughs> well, I'm saying that they have their they they're it's an acronym of some kind. Oh, oh, oh that okay, I didn't okay, understand. Okay, okay, okay. Well, what does yeah. it stand for? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. No. Well, do your research, I guess. Uh, anyway, I'm going to say Frank Welker for that Zaring one. <laughs> as in I'm. If it's James Patterson, uh, I will lose my shit. Actually, Sorry, what, what did you guess? I'm going to say Frank Welker, but it probably is a Patter- It is probably his Patterson because he does kids' books. What? No, it is Frank Welker. You got it. Oh, okay. He plays Ew. Monty Uno is his character name. Monty <laughs> okay, yeah, Uno. So this, so this movie was, was it's just Air somebody was- Pizzeria Uno fame. <laughs> somebody just used yeah. a magnetic poetry kit to write this movie. Now, Stuart, Stuart, you're up. Uh, your title is Fat Girls, and that's fat with a PH and a Z at the end of girls. <laughs> 
That must have been so annoying like to the this screenwriter. This is definitely the, a James Patterson. <laughs> so, so annoying to so annoying to James Patterson when he was writing it that there was always red squiggles under both of the title words. The spell check wouldn't recognize uh, yeah, it. Drew him insane. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> It's not James Patterson. If it's James Patterson, I will, I will do a, I'll do a flip take, and you guys will see it, and you'll have to tell people about it because we're not recording this. But yeah, nobody we'll will we, believe you. We just saw Stewart's feet falling out of the panel. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Falling out of the zoom. I mean, like this. Is, yeah. Honestly, if you're gonna do a flip take, this is your chance. In the world That's of Zoom, true. you can literally flip up so that your feet are all that can be seen in the quote unquote panel. Yeah, that you live in. I want to see a Bazooka (laughs) Joe comic where Bazooka Joe says something silly on Zoom. And and then in the last (laughs) one, the the unlucky uh, recipient of this goof falls in. He does a flip take. The problem with that strip for me is that would indicate that uh, that those strips are taking place in the modern times, which means somebody <laughs> is still making them. <laughs> like every time I see a Bazooka Joe comic, I look at it like it's some kind of artifact. Well, that's, that's <laughs> kind of like the, the current Nancy comic, which is really good. The current Nancy comic strip is really funny, yeah. but it takes place now. So anytime Nancy is on a computer, but she's dressed the same that she's been dressing for <laughs> 80 years, I'm like, what's going on, Nancy? Yeah. It is a very funny yeah. comic. Uh, I'm going to say Eric Roberts again. Uh, you are correct. That is Eric Roberts who starred in Fat Girls. He played Robert. He was excited about it. He didn't even know it was a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, hey, this is the time where we're going to do some ads. That's how it goes. Yep. I think it's a tie uh, game still, right, Dan? At least, at least announce the score before the break. No, that's true. I should uh, to uh, increase uh, excitement. Note that and maybe um, maybe it's maybe I'm just using the lessons I learned as host of the Who Was podcast, a kids quiz show podcast about history, available through iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. But that's but you know you just you announce the score before break. Wait, that was a, that was actually a seven a seven uh, question round. Why Why did I think it was an eight-question round? That was seven <laughs> questions. I'm sorry. And uh, This is what happens when Grandpa runs a game show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at now. I'm, I have a, you know, I have the spreadsheet. Uh, Stuart is actually one ahead because it was what? an uneven round. So oh. I'm going to move the, wait, hold on. Let me count the rest of the questions because <laughs> this may be a, this may be a problem with the design of the game. Seven, eight, <laughs> nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. What I love is that yes, Dan is intentionally <laughs> confounding the people who are hitting the skip button when they heard him say sponsors. It, 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 They're missing this in, great content. They're <laughs> 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 missing this, this prime entertainment. Uh, <laughs> this is an, une, this is an uneven number of rounds. Computer. This is an uneven number of so rounds. You're saying the, so you're saying the flaw was always in the system, that you gave the policeman uh, all the clues. <laughs> I can't believe I did this. I don't know how I, I uh, made this mistake. I think it's because I added. All right. Well, okay. What? We're going to have a, an uneven number. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Okay. Here's, here's what I think the, you should do, Dan. Here's what you should do. Here's Lop off that last question you have planned and make that a tiebreaker in case you need it. No, no. Yes. I, I, I've I done it already. There's an even number of, <laughs> of rounds now. I just now 
uh, it'll be an uneven number. Now I don't I don't <laughs> trust the the amount of their titles that you counted. Oh yeah. boy, I can't trust any of your facts. Uh, you know what? Um, this is a podcast that is popular <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to just uh, move on to the ads, and then we'll return back to the game after the ads are done. Okay. And uh, <laughs> we can all trust that it's all been done for the best. Oh, no. Um, that, that trust that trust is, is gone. It's eroded, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kitty Poo Kitty Poo Club. <laughs> are you a proud cat person? Yep. You love your cat, but that doesn't mean you love having a litter box in your home. Why would you? It's a it's a box where a cat defecates. <laughs> like there's wonderful That's things about having question. a cat. <laughs> there's so many good things about having a cat. Dude, having dang, a box. Get real with everybody for a minute. <laughs> no, I'm saying that is the top number one bad thing about having a cat. A box of cat waste in your home. <laughs> well, kitty <laughs> poo club. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's I mean, not a we plus. Family, no one gets a cat we on for that experience. Family, if we were on the family feud, it would be show me the litter box. When people were <laughs> yeah. saying, what's bad about having a cat? Um, <laughs> well, and tell, number number two you. would probably be the psychological mind games of having an animal who treats you like an employee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kitty Poo Club takes, takes care of the more unpleasant parts of cat ownership. So you can get back to loving your furry friend. You don't want to be angry at your cat for peeing in your home. You want uh, to <laughs> minimize the pee dealing with that you have to do. And so that's what Kitty Poo Club is best at. Every month, Kitty Poo Club delivers an affordable and recyclable litter box that is pre-filled with the litter of your choice. When the month is up, you just recycle the used litter box and Kitty Poo Club will automatically deliver a new one to you. And you can easily customize your subscription at any time. You can add toys, treats, accessories, whatever will make you and your kitty happy. I will say, as a man who does not have actual children, it is fun to buy a cat a thing. Uh, and right now, <laughs> Kitty Poo Club is offering an awesome discount on your first litter order and free shipping when you set up an auto ship. Just go to www.kittypooclub.com to save on your first auto ship order of litter boxes with free shipping. And be sure to let them know that the Flophouse sent you after you check out. That's kittypooclub.com. Hey, uh, Elliot, have you ever heard of microdosing? Uh, no, I haven't. Please tell me oh. about it. Okay, well, it's a thing you may have heard about around the internet, including on this podcast, because today's show is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. That's right. Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you, the listener, feel just the right amount of good. Uh, now, I uh, have been using uh, Microdose Gummies uh, on and off, mainly at night, and it helps chill me out and help, helps me wind down after a day of staring at my phone and uh, working at my bar or podcasting with uh, these two very professional dudes. Um, and uh, <laughs> Semi-professional, let's say. And it's, uh, it's a good way for me to kind of relax as opposed to, you know, getting super high or something. And I find that it is, uh, helps me sleep and yada, yada, yada. It's great. And 
I'm curious about what that yada 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 is that helps you do. Yeah, would you, yeah, <laughs> you alight there? Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, it helps me be creative and podcast. It helps me. Uh, oh, oh, it helps okay, me not have nice. terrifying dreams where my small business is going underwater. You know, those mm. sorts of things. Really, really um, helps you power through all the nuts and fruit you're constantly eating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't attest to whether or not it helps me with uh, my digestive processes, but I guess that's what all the nuts and fruit are for. Um, uh, microdose gummies are available nationwide. Uh, you can learn more about microdosing THC by uh, doing a search online or by going to microdose.com. And you can use the code FLOP, F-L-O-P, to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Uh, so check it out again. That's microdose.com, code FLOP. <laughs> Max Fun Drive is just around the corner. 2022. Starting April 25th, it's the best time of the year to support your favorite shows by becoming a Max Fun member or upgrading your membership. In just two weeks. We've got some great episodes and amazing thank you gifts in store. And who knows, maybe a few surprises. Don't forget bonus content. So make sure to tune in starting Monday, April 25th to get all the juicy details on what each show has in store. Actually, what are the details anyway? And why are they juicy? That's kind of a strange adjective to describe details. Look, it's a rough world out there, especially lately. I get it. So let's take care of our minds as best we can. I'm John Moe, host of Depression Mode with John Moe. Every week, I talk with comedians, actors, writers, musicians, doctors, therapists, and everyday folks about the obstacles that our world and our brains throw in front of us. Depression, anxiety, traumatic stress, all those mental health challenges that are way more common and more treatable than you might think. The first time I went to therapy, I was so ashamed, and I was like, I can't believe I gotta go into therapy. Like, I thought I could be a man, and Humphrey Bogart was never in therapy. And then my dad said, yeah, but he smoked a carton of cigarettes a day. Give your mind a break, give yourself a break, and join me for Depression Mode with John Moe. All right, so coming back from the break, if you will recall, uh, Stuart has four... <laughs> To Elliot's three because of my miscounting, which just means that, you know, like a Broadway show, we'll have a slightly shorter second half. And <laughs> if you uh, tie up, I'll have a tiebreaker. Uh, okay, that but, sounds good. So well, what do we got here? Who? It was Stuart Some would say it's a little time. unfair Stuart got to answer more questions than me in the first round. But, you know, it's well, not a real game, but so who it's cares? Not like yeah. the, but it's not like the questions get harder the in the next round. Number. <laughs> like they got a the fourth same. person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or James Hong or somebody. Like who? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Elliot, your first question for the second round, this first title is, How I Survived Bullies, Broccoli, and Snake Hill. Now, I happen to know that's a James Patterson title. Oh, Elliot bringing actual knowledge into the <laughs> game for the first time. Uh, tried to option it for a screenplay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's just say I've spent a fair amount of time in the children's section of bookstores. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, and that is correct. And let's not go further than that. <laughs> that is a James Patterson book. Uh, Stuart. Uh, here's the thing with James Patterson. He was like, hmm, 
I'm a pretty mediocre writer of adult fiction. I bet I could write some pretty mediocre kids' fiction, too. <laughs> you don't think he was like, oh, man, I'm going to crush these kids. You got to <laughs> diversify. These kids are never going to know what hit. What are they bu- they're like, busy reading? They're like, James, uh, you know children aren't writing those books, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm going to be a totally good writer. Compared to them, they're kids. I'm a grown-up. Ch- I know all the words. Children's literature written by children. Yeah. And then he picks it. He goes like, "What's this? What's a terabithia anyway?" And he picks up Bridge to Terabithia, and by the end, he's just sobbing. And he's like, "I yeah. was wrong. These kids he's are wrecked. amazing." <laughs> he says, "I didn't think it was going to end that way. It's so sad, but beautiful." Yeah, he's annihilated at that point. I still don't know what a terabithia is. Uh, Stuart, <laughs> yep. uh, your your title is the Legend of Sasquatch. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Whose is this? I love the Legend also, of Sasquatch. I love Dan it's, that you keep saying your title is, and I keep expecting you to give us titles like champion or like president. Baron of the Legend of Sasquatch. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh man, I thought I was only a baronet. Um, I will say, I'm going to say this is Frank Welker, but this is a guess because this could be any of these three. You know what? You're right. That is Frank Welker. He played baby mm. Sasquatch in that <laughs> project. Now, I want to believe it wasn't just the voice, that he did the body, too. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe uh, baby okay. Sasquatch is a rapper that goes looking for the real Sasquatch in the movie. Could maybe be. it's not. Maybe it's a human character, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good rap name, baby Sasquatch. Free for your use if you're out there <laughs> looking for a name. <laughs> well, yeah. Dan immediately erases your trademark there, Elliot. Yeah, it's all right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> it's a Creative Commons rap name. <laughs> Thanks Thanks for being the, the uh, distributor that didn't put a copyright on Night of the Living Dead, cheating George Romero out of millions. Can you imagine? Could That's you cra- imagine? I mean, it's, it's, yeah. It's crazy that you forgot. It's also crazy that there was a period in copyright law where you had to put a copyright notice on a movie or else it was instantly public domain. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. That is bad yeah. law writing right there. They didn't They didn't put it on here. I guess mm. they wanted it to be for everybody. I, I assume they meant for other people to just have instant access to this movie they put their time and effort into. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You want to ask him? No, no, no. This, it'll, it'll be awkward. It'll be uncomfortable. Like It'll be like calling out their charity. Uh, <laughs> so, Elliot, uh, you got a, a title to... Answer for? Uh, well, you don't have to answer for it. <laughs> Do you want me to provide one, or no, no, no? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. It sounded like, like you want to beat it. No, no, I got, <laughs> I got one for you. Like I'm going to tell Here, you a person, and you name a title. Maybe they were in. Wow. Here's one uh, for you, and uh, it is Geppetto's secret. Ooh, Geppetto's oh, secret. I know that <laughs> secret. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna say Frank Welker again for this one. No, it's not Frank Welker. So, Stuart. I'm going to steal that shit because I know that's Eric Roberts, baby. That is Eric Roberts. He plays the character Jack Hammer in <laughs> Geppetto's Oh, so It's a porn movie. Secret. I didn't realize that. Oh, then I would have said Eric Roberts. I mean, it sounds yeah. like he's basically playing the same character they plays in uh, Righteous Gemstones, a, uh, a criminal wrestling promoter. <laughs> so is that Geppetto's secret? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Stewart. That he was, he was, he was in, he was in porn. <laughs> Stewart, you're up again already. 
Oh, and wow. your I think title Stuart's is going to win this one. Well, with stealing that from me and then also getting more questions in the first one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What are you, my dad? Calm Again, down. Overall, <laughs> overall, you get the same number of questions, but I'm not just even wearing a matter overalls, of miscounting. <sighs> okay, you would look. Stuart, by the way, Ellie, you would look amazing <laughs> in overalls. I thank you. I'd look like a big kid, which would be great. Yeah. <laughs> You'd look like amazing. Chucky. <laughs> I mean, if I <laughs> wow, <laughs> I mean, I would basically look like middle-aged Chucky. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Stuart, your yeah. ti- <laughs> if you, your title. If you put me in overalls and a baseball cap, I would look like a kid going undercover as an adult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and doing a bad job. Why did you get yeah. in your clothes? Why did I dress like a kid? Yeah. <laughs> Stuart, your title. Your title is the murder of King Tut. <laughs> Oh fuck! The murder of King Tut. <laughs> what a range these three people have had. <laughs> I want to. I want to say James Patterson. That is James Patterson. Oh, oh yeah. shit! Who else? Who else would have the? Who would have the balls to take on that subject? <laughs> uh now, uh, Elliot, this next now, one, I, assume, I feel. Now I assume he. I assume it was a that it, that that's a he was he had to meet with Anubis in like a dark parking garage to get the inside mm-hmm. information on who killed King Tut. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, you didn't get this from me, but it's his heart. I weighed it against a feather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See where it takes you. Well, wait. Who's the who's the murderer in that? Cases of the feather. Hey, I don't want. I don't want to get involved. Yeah, because usually what happens yeah. is is uh, <laughs> no, no. It was some some other Egyptian guy. You know. Okay. 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 Uh, Elliot. This Probably one apocalypse. Go, I don't know. And Sabanur. Yeah. This one could go a couple different ways. Probably not a third way. <laughs> Elliot but just a exhausted his knowledge of Egyptian characters. <laughs> like, what do I yeah, know yeah. about Egypt? King Tut, the uh, the el- the oldest mutant apocalypse. Uh, that's mm-hmm. about it. Imhotep t- from the Mummy series. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right. Elliot, your title is New York Minute. Who of these people? I'm going to say Eric Roberts. That is incorrect. Oh. Stuart, do you That's, have a steal? It's Frank Welker. Frank Welker is in New York Minute. He's credited as Reynaldo Vocal Effects. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm not, there's no coming back for me on this game. No, Stu's just man. too good. He just, knows, he just knows these three people too well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Stuart, you got, S you got is one for more Stuart. <laughs> you got one more chance to just. That's not, that's not his series. <laughs> he doesn't do those. Uh, it's Roberts also like not even those. a boast. <laughs> it's just true. <laughs> All right, Stuart, uh, bring us on home. The the final title is Head Full of Honey. <laughs> Head Full of Honey. <laughs> Head Full of Honey, the clear plastic bear story. So Eric Roberts is naturally sweet. <laughs> Frank Welker reminds me of a beautiful bear. Yeah. And... James Patterson is full of good stuff. I want you to get this so badly, Stuart, because I don't want to have to answer it. <laughs> I'm going to say Eric Roberts. It is Eric Roberts. Yes. He played Dr. Holst in Head Full of Honey. 
So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Stewarts. Wow. To a four Elliot. Fuck. That's a blowout. Wait a minute, Dan. You said two rounds of. Eight questions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. You're so don't far hold off. me to anything. <laughs> you only asked, well. How well, many? It, <laughs> you asked 12 One, questions. One, two, three, four, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or did you say, 10, or how many, wait, how many 11, did he have? 12, 13, Wait, how many points 14. did Stuart have? Oh, no, he had 10 points. No, 13. 13 rounds. He did 13 That's, just, that's, that's okay. not even I got the math even. Too, but. Lucky number. <laughs> How did I do this? <laughs> Remember me not as a person who counts things, but as a game master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, ma- um, the master qualification is, is, a little, is a little tentative here. Questionable. Um, so, Pro- anyway. pals, I did it. Well, now, now, now I know that I, I want to do a game that's just for Dan on the next mini. That's called "How much of this is there?" <laughs> <laughs> and you've just got to get within two to win. Okay, oh, Dan. I what's apologize. the next? Uh, what's the next part of Prolific well, Pals? The next we, part. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you know, you stand on the top of the the thing while the Mario Kart music plays. Okay, and I say the end of the show stuff, which is. Uh, if you have a moment, listeners, if you like this nonsense, go to iTunes, <laughs> leave us a review. Pro- try to leave out the parts where I couldn't count. You know uh, what? I think, I think the word your counting the makes show. sense at the end. I think you're because ca- you let you because you left one question reserved for a tiebreaker. Yeah, we didn't need it, right? I did. Mm-hmm. So you know yes. what? You only miscounted once. <sighs> <sighs> Follow the Flophouse Pod on Twitter or the Flophouse Podcast on Instagram. Uh, if you like videos, we've got some short videos on youtube.com slash the Flophouse Podcast and some long videos. We have some of our early charity uh, live streams up there if you want to mm-hmm. check those out. Uh, you can go to flophousepodcast.com, click on the merch tab if you like merch, and you can go over to maximumfun.org to check out all the great other podcasts on our podcasting network, which is maximum fun we're gonna be doing uh the max fun drive very soon uh in uh late april um we did our whole bracket uh if you become a member of max fun you can access our bonus bonus content where we're going to be doing a cats commentary uh but we'll talk more about that in the future uh thank you to alex smith our producer who is at howell dotty on twitter you can probably figure out how Howell Dottie is spelled. Just imagine it and type it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, see what not he's at up all. to. Close not your right. eyes. <laughs> your There's fingers will do the it. walking. It's not spelled like the word Howell at all. Mm. Uh, <laughs> okay, how. The word how. Uh, oh, wait. How about this? Ho, as in ho, ho, ho. Well, as in I'm doing well. Dottie. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> as in, Dotty isn't a word. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Until next time, I've been Dan McCoy. Hey, uh, I don't uh, blame you if you stop listening, Stuart Wellington. <laughs> and this is Elliot Kalen saying, don't worry, we're going to get Dan the help he needs. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.